Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and follow on any platform you're on right now and leave a review if possible. Also, go to Instagram and Facebook at I'm Getting There Pod and give us a follow to stay updated with the podcast. Uh, today's episode was a fun one. I had guest comedian from Los Angeles, Channing Apodaca, come on the show to talk about what he's been up to during quarantine, uh, comedy during quarantine, and his series on IGTV with Dave Neal called Hollywood Posers. Uh, go check that out. It's on his Instagram. He also recently started Twitch streaming, so go check that out as well. This is a fun conversation. Uh, we talked about a lot of different stuff, and it was great to connect with him. He was supposed to come up and do the show in Salinas before quarantine, so it was uh, fun to chat with him today. another another uh, random weekday and in, in the shitstorm that we're living through how you doing uh doing pretty good i wanted to kind of mention how we like connected yeah. uh you were i think i think you hit me hit i can't i don't remember if i hit you up or you hit me up but there was like a point i think you were coming up north yeah. or you i think you hit up i think actually i think you hit up the bar didn't you yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I don't even know yeah. how far it was or what city was it, Atascadero? Uh, no, it's in Salinas. Okay. And uh, yeah, they they actually yeah I remember now you uh, they messaged me and they're like, hey, this this guy's asking about the comedy show, and then we connected, and I think you were gonna come up in, I think it was like April or May. Uh, was before, it? Before, I think it was like before co. It was. I remember it being like a kind of in the summer or something, I wanna, uh, but I, maybe I have no idea like what my what any dates were prior to this. <laughs> right? I'm just yeah. that it's December now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it's like nine yeah, months. Yeah, I, I, I think, hit them right? up and and they uh, sent me to you or or they sent you to me, and then we were planning on it and just got and it got nipped in the bud real quick. Yeah, I was I was really bummed because I had. I had like all the way until like August, I think, um, like lined up for shows at that bar That's and, uh, it just all fell through. It was kind of a, you know, I mean, everybody says that that's like the most cliche thing right now is to talk about, uh, shows disappearing. Know, yeah. <laughs> like it's so oh, new. No, unique the real us. world is gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. My five minutes at a dive bar. Oh no. My grandma's dead, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so how what have you been doing since you know since this whole uh, thing man the first few months i guess um just a lot of couch surfing not like at, at other people's houses just me spending a lot of time on my own couch um oh, nice. a lot of netflix <laughs> a lot a lot of xbox you'd be surprised oh, yeah. how how good you can get in a matter of months what game you've been playing the most? Um, I don't know if this is like cool to say or not, but uh, I play Fortnite. Okay. That's I, it. I, I don't think that's. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. Okay. Well, I've t- I've mentioned it to a couple of people, and they're like, "Fortnite's for little kids," and then they go and play Mario Kart or something, and I'm like, 
I've I've only played it a few times, but I play I played other games that are similar. So I, I it's really I mean just never knowing how you're gonna do every round is fun, and also uh, I can never I can never handle like the building in that game. That was something the mechanic I could never get down was like the building. I would just get yeah. annihilated. It's intense. <laughs> I I, sometimes I like to watch it. Like I'm, I'll be caught in somebody else's build, just watching their mastery as they dominate me, and I'm like, that guy is a freak of nature, and I appreciate it. <laughs> that twelve year old that probably just destroyed me. Have you always been like into video games, or is this just like recently you picked it no. up? No, for... no. I I used to play like uh, a lot of NHL, EA Sports NHL when I was little, like Blitz. Again, like Mario Kart and stuff when I was younger. Uh, but yeah. I was never a big gamer. And then uh, when I quit my full-time job just to do comedy, like I guess it would be three, maybe four years ago now. No, mm-hmm. I guess I think three years ago. Um, Fortnite was just blowing up, and a buddy of mine was like, have you seen this game that everybody's going crazy about? And I was like, oh, I got some time. So. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Now I'm in that community. <laughs> you stream at all? I just started because fuck it. Why not? Right. Yeah. I I was going to say like, uh, that's awesome. I have a, I have a couple of friends that stream. I think, I think one of them plays Fortnite, one of, and, uh, modern warfare. That's the cool game to play. That's the, Uh, that's for the tough guys. I play, I played it for a while and then I started playing the multiplayer because I, it was like reminiscent of, uh, I was really into like modern warfare two and call of duty four, like back in, the I think I was I was like early twenty two thousand eight thousand nine. It was it was really just like my friends and I you know in high school playing online. Yeah. And uh, the multiplayer of this new Call of Duty is like a throwback to that. They have some of those old like oh, maps and stuff. Play modes and shit. Yeah. So well, the big one now is Warzone, right? Their version of the battle royale. Yeah, Warzone is. Warzone's huge. They just had like a Halloween, but they just also put out a new one. It's they're moving so fast. I, I they have I think it's Cold War. Oh shit! Is what it's called? Can't keep or no? Yeah, I think it's Cold War or something. And so when each one of these drops, is it a re? Do you have to re-download a brand new game or is it just an update? Uh, this is a new game. Jesus Christ! But I think they're merging the weapons into Warzone somehow. It's like. I don't know. I've never seen stuff like this. They're doing some crazy shit. The new world, man. <laughs> I, I, I read a fact the other day that uh, Aerosmith made more off of Guitar Hero than they did on any other album. Any of their albums, wow. they, they made more off one track from Guitar Hero. That's how big the video game industry is. That's pretty bonkers. Yeah, they were on Guitar Hero 3. I remember. Yeah, that could also just be like a bullshit tweet that somebody put out. That's a complete lie. I'll take somebody that somebody told me, and I'll run with it for years. Some of that's, it is. That's I, how nice I am. One time I heard somebody in an elevator go, "If my personal trainer found out that I was eating a banana a day, he'd kill me." And I've been telling people not to eat bananas for five years. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like you know, they're bad for you. No bananas for you. I know a personal trainer who says that they're bad for you. She do half. Like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, sometimes That's I'll see different. some shit on the internet that I have to, like, ask. I have, like, a friend that I trust enough to, like, roast me if I'm uh-huh. just asking a dumb question, you know? So I'll just be like, hey, is this is this real or is this a thing? And he'll just be like, no, dude. What the? I'm like, That's not. 
He's your Twitter fact checker. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like, hey, dude, check this out. He's like, that's not real, bro. Like, what, what's oh, one shit. that you almost fell for? Does anything come to mind? Uh, there's... Uh, the there was a video that was fake of a windmill that was like maybe you've seen it on Instagram but it's this video and the windmill it's like one of those big windmills you know that they use to like oh get the turbine and shit yeah yeah the turbines I'm sorry I was picturing uh, like but, that uh, big golf course windmill for some reason oh uh, sorry yeah like the <laughs> those big white ones yeah, the yeah turbines but they're uh one of them is just spinning out of control like crazily fast like just to the point where the pole, the that giant ass pole that holds it, is just starts to shake, and there's like horses running through a field, and then it just breaks off. And I thought it was a real video because it looked, it looks real. Like the first time I saw it, you know, I kind of was just glad I didn't like pay too much attention. I was just watching it, like holy shit. And I sent it to a friend, and he's like, "That's not a real video, man." So somebody what just CGI'd it and put it on the internet? I think so. For no reason. That's such a weird lane. That is such yeah, a, a weird a lane. Weird for, lane. Like, if we think we got it bad as comics having nothing to do during the lockdown, imagine being a, a what do you call that, a special effects artist and like just seeing one of those turbines and being like, I got an idea. This is going to set yeah. the internet on fire. My turbine out of control with horses in the background. Well, it could have been know? a, who knows, it could have been a clip from a show or a movie maybe, and they just isolated oh, it and put it out on. Nah, let's you throw know. let's throw a VFX artist under the bus. And <laughs> not give him any credit, <laughs> yeah. just clip it and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. What would it be like the Yeah, that'd be <laughs> They just clip a scene from like I don't know, like men men in black or some shit. Put it up on the it's like a news headline. I wonder how many <laughs> people you could get with that these days. With something was like destroys Italian deli. Yeah. <laughs> In New York. I mean, if it was like a giant rat or something, I I don't know. Maybe it's that possible. is a headline in New York. People are dressing up like rats and dragging fake pizza up and down subway stairs. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. If you looked up subway rat right now or pizza rat. You'd get the real pizza rat, which was an actual rat that was caught dragging a slice of pizza, and then you'll get the human version where some dope put on a rat costume and got a giant inflatable <laughs> pizza and decided he wanted to redo it. Some fucking TikToker. <laughs> and it worked. We're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... I'll have to look that up. That's so funny. Uh, um... I wanted to ask you, like, where did you start doing um, stand-up in L.A.? Or where you do? Did, is that where you're from? Um, I'm originally from uh, L.A. County, um, so okay. like an hour north of the city of Los Angeles. I'm from a place called Lancaster, um, former meth capital of the world. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. And, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I started doing uh, improv at the Groundlings first, and then... Uh, that got a little tiresome and old, and I, I really wanted to move into stand-up, and I finally made that leap, which, like, it, at the time, you think it's, like, the most daring thing. I, I use the word leap for some reason. It's You do your first open <laughs> It's three minutes that you're the only person in the whole I world. It's like a remember. leap of faith onto the stage. <laughs> uh, 
your first couple years in stand up and you know for many to follow are just dog shit so it doesn't even matter but yeah i finally you know i've been doing stand up out here 8 years now and i don't have the luxury okay. of uh, you know a development scene the way that a lot of other comics do so being being like an, an LA native is it kind of sucks but it's also cool at the same time because it's home here everybody else is like stranded out here alone my family is an hour up the road you know yeah I, I lived yeah, in Salinas cool. for a year, actually. I don't oh, even really? know if I told you when, uh, when we were first chatting. Yeah. Um, we, what were you doing was, up here? Uh, when I was in seventh grade, it would have been 2000 to 2001. My dad got a new job as a correctional officer, and he got stationed at um, Salinas Valley Prison. And so we moved up there, and we lived there for a year, and then uh, ended up moving back down um, Yeah, 10 months to a year later. Yeah, Washington Just, Middle School, baby. Nice. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I've. I've been here for. Let's see. I live in Marina, which is like kind of over by Monterey. Uh, okay. And I lived yeah, in this area. Of, yeah, I lived in this area for like three, almost four years coming up. But I'm from Washington originally. And, oh shit! So why Salinas of all places? Uh, I moved. I moved down here for work with a friend, and uh, I went to school with him up there, and so we just moved um, down here together. But yeah, it, it's it's an interesting area. I mean, I, I I've only been to L.A. once. I'm curious, like, like what's the I mean, have you been like? Have you done? You've done stand up like other places, right? Like out out of L.A. Um, yeah, you, not not huge. I've done like Chicago, um, and you know, up the streets of of California. I haven't put together like uh, a big road swing or anything yet, or or been lucky enough to feature outside yet. The only reason I ask is I'm curious what it's like to be have like L.A., which is just like this really populated scene where you have like a lot of people that are, I mean, that's like huge. Yeah. Like I, I, and then there's like, I, I was looking up, I was like about to come down there in the summer, um, before, you know, the pandemic. And I was looking up like open mics and the amount of open mics there were in that whole area, like just that greater area to do mm-hmm. every day was insane it was like i could yeah i mean there's (laughs) there's a ton you can you can hit a lot of mics in a night or a week but you're not guaranteed to get up and for some of them you might have to pay and actually a lot of them you're gonna have to pay even like if they're not the uh i don't know if you guys have slotted up there if anybody uses that uh i don't think so no it's like a pre-sign up you can do it it's like a thing online it's a little site where you can pre-slot yourself for a time slot at a mic, um, and those are usually oh yeah we they do that in like uh, there's like Facebook groups that have like yeah. you can get on uh, or a lot of a lot of Zoom stuff right now but there was before the um, pandemic there was just yeah there was a lot of mics where you could pre slot I guess yeah so. yeah I mean you can get up but every mic you're gonna go to is gonna be um, really really saturated with a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. You're gonna have to sit through potentially hours and hours, especially if you want to go to the club mics 
and and some of the club mics you know they're going to cut it off at a certain number and only you know there's going to be a, a 75 to 100 people who sign up in the bucket and about eight or nine who actually get pulled and that's three hours of sitting around and that's week after week so i mean Dang. overall the scene itself is it's saturated and daunting but if it's something you want to do you got to sit through it that's where yeah, i was say, like you know, a other... sorry go ahead i was gonna say was there like a seems like you'd have to kind of develop like a different systems of that's a lot of just like scheduling and oh yeah oh like yeah back and forth like it's waiting a lot of it's a lot. You have to schedule where you're going to be, what time each mic is. And a lot of mics start scheduling themselves around other mics on the same night. So, you know, if the West Side Comedy Theater is doing their Tuesday night, they know that they don't want to schedule that until after the, impro- the Hollywood Improv mic is over. So that can give people enough time to get from Hollywood down to Santa Monica in, in a reasonable, reasonable amount of time, get their sign up, maybe get another mic in between that, like a coffee shop mic or something, which you know those are fun and everything but the club mics are more important because those are the ones that all the are going to be developing from I was like just I was like just starting to go to uh, San Jose before uh, it was like early winter uh, last year because it's just it's about like a it's like an hour commute and just the time I get off work and the time getting there was always weird. And there was sometimes I was able to, to do it, but there was, I noticed like the closer I got to San Francisco, the more there was like, just the more mics there were and more regular it was. And, uh, I was just, you know, thinking about, you know, how much bigger the LA is than the Bay and stuff. And just being like, what, like just, the way you're describing it right now, it's like, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of movement. That's a lot of, uh, yeah, man. it's just your whole night you're giving up, but it's worth it. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it's bonkers definitely... too, to see some of the people that have moved to LA or New York. I mean, I don't know the New York scene, but I assume that they do it there as well, but move to LA prematurely to start doing this. And you see them get on stage and you're like, you should have stayed home. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Like they just, they just don't, have that muscle built yet and they should spend time in their local scene getting more stage time and developing as opposed to jumping right into a big giant pool because you're you're wasting i've seen people living out of their cars and it's like go home go home and write yeah damn living out of your car (laughs) i mean that's harsh but no i mean if you're really I guess if you're like, I don't think I could justify it. Like personally, you know, I would be like, Oh, I would never be able to gotta take care of a, B and C. Yeah. I give it up to anybody who pursues their dream and takes it to the point that they'll live out of their car in order to do it. But that's not for me. I could never, ever, ever. I need my own space. I need my, my, you know, privacy and, and safety and a refrigerator yeah. <laughs> gotta have a gotta have a fridge, dude. Yeah. Are you planning on moving down to LA or checking it out as soon as things start opening back up? Um I was planning on checking it out like before anything and 
uh, just getting to know, getting to know people. I was starting to like reach out more when the, my show was going because it was starting to get more and more uh, traction yeah. uh, consistently. So I was trying to get better people to come through, and I thought, uh, I thought like getting comics from down there to come up and like headline it would be pretty cool. Cause yeah, a, like I was fitting like eighty, sometimes ninety people in that in that basement of that bar each time. So I was like, this Holy is a pretty shit. good sized crowd. Hell yeah. Yeah, I have I have some <laughs> I have some nights where we were kinda of joking like there's only we were kinda of joking like, dude, this is uh if like something was to happen there's there's like a lot of people in one space. Like it would be it was starting to like kind of Yeah, uh, one match. Yeah, I was like this is <laughs> But it was fun. I mean it was like probably the most fun I've had. Well, you guys uh, think you spread any COVID cases out, about, out there? Just doing that bar show? No. You never <laughs> know. I mean, who knows? It was here, I think, right in January and February it was here. That's what they're saying. They're saying it might have been here even as early as uh, September of last year. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's no way that every place didn't didn't spread it around in their own right. I mean, there was a nasty cold going around in January amongst the LA comedy scene. And I was writing my will, dude. I was handing off my best bits to all my friends. You know, Jordan gets this joke and Fonto, you can have that. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, this is my deathbed. I thought I was out. And multiple people had it because we're all sharing the same mic. You know, we're all shaking hands, fist bumping, hugging at, at different shows and all that. It, it swept through the comic scene like freaking AIDS. Yeah, yeah. I remember being sick at some point around that time. I don't know. It was probably just me being out late in the cold and like drinking and stuff. I don't, I don't think, you know, I don't know if it was COVID or not, but I don't want to say that it is because <laughs> it's, <laughs> there's so many people being like, oh, I got sick. I already had it. Like, yeah. I don't want to get grouped, grouped into that um, at all. There's a bigger, there's a much bigger stigma if you get it now than if you had it before, though, right? Because now you're this irresponsible right? yeah. asshole. Whereas before, yeah, if you, see somebody... you were just a patriot. If you see somebody without a mask now, you just it's like it's. I think it's okay to say something now. Like you, you can just, and you don't have to. I don't know. Like, do you have to be nice? Can you just? Um. Like, uh, hey, your where's your call. where's your mask? I feel like you can say where's your mask, but you can say it in a you can have a I think you can get away with tone. Yeah. Or it's <laughs> just like a, I don't know if you know you're supposed to be wearing a mask here. I don't really mind if people are like outdoors and they're not in my face, especially strangers. Like that that really doesn't bug me. If you're across the street from me and you're walking your dog, I'm not gonna shout, you know, Hey asshole, I can smell your breath or, or right. anything like that. I drove by a park yesterday and there was like a full soccer game at night going on and nobody was wearing masks. So I was like, Hey man, to each their own. Yep. I was like, I mean, okay, I guess, I guess if you're, you're kind of, there was enough people that they were distant, but I mean, you get close to each other and I don't know if you could play with a mask though. Like it's, that's probably, would be really, it would suck. Annoying. It's, I've seen some like sports doing that sort of thing too. Like I'm a, I'm a huge hockey fan. That's what I grew up playing and watching. And okay. I've seen not the NHL, but like uh, college hockey. I've just seen some photos and they're playing with masks on underneath their actual mask. Like their face, their face shield. Cause in college hockey, 
you have to wear the plexiglass or uh, what's called a cage face shield. I don't know if you follow hockey at all, but underneath yeah. that, wearing a mask, and that just seems brutal. I mean, it's only thirty second shifts, but still. Yeah, it's. Yeah, like ah, uh, I mean, having to wear like a mouth guard and a face mask. Oh yeah, like, the like mouth football guard is is excessive. Like, uh, yeah, I just started following hockey like uh, when I moved down here because um, I didn't uh, I didn't really follow the football teams, uh-huh. and so I got into the Sharks. I actually went to a game uh, and started like Wait. learning about it. You said you're it's, from Washington originally, right? Yeah. You guys just got your own team, didn't you? Oh, yeah, the, dude, the Kraken. Seattle. The Kraken. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the states. Oh, you're good. Uh, no, but yeah, the Kraken, dude. I'm. Uh, I. I. Last time I read that they haven't. Uh, I haven't heard any like news of who's playing for them or anything like no, that. But they haven't done the uh, the lottery yet. That'll be coming. I think 2021. And what's going to happen? Do you think people are just going to jump on like the team, or like so? Do you think they'll acquire some good players, or it depends? Be, like average Joes. Uh, usually, the way that it worked back in the day. Um, prior to Vegas coming in was it would always just be like an entire lineup of AHL guys, bunch of pylons, maybe one or two guys. But once Vegas came into the league in 2018, there was kind of like this loophole in the CBA that they found where all these good contracts were expiring and they were able to just pick off not star star players aside from their goalie that they got, but a bunch of what you would call like second line guys. And if you have a team full of second line guys, that's just a tough well-rounded team you don't have like superstars which some of them did turn into uh but you have just like a solid hard team to play against and then their first year in the nhl they went to the stanley cup final which is just bonkers so if the kraken (laughs) can pull that off then we'll see but it's not like guys can just jump ship and be like oh i'm gonna play for them now uh the team itself they they go around and they pick who they want from uh, available players on each team so each team protects like nine guys that you can't choose from and then there's okay. like some side deals that go on. Like the general manager, of the Kraken might grease one of the other teams and be like, I'll give you this. If you let this player slide out or yeah, I was person. just thinking about that. I was thinking of like, you know, like maybe picks or something could be used. Yeah, they'll, or... they'll do picks and shit. If like one team will give up a pick to the team, you know, to the Kraken, if they're like, you just don't take this guy and you can take our first round pick next year, but leave this guy alone, please. And uh, you're allowed to do those kind of type of side deals. Did you see what they called the arena that uh, the Kraken are going to be playing in? Uh, I don't think so, no. I it's got to be the worst arena name of all time. And when you think about that, that's a, that is, it's already such a low bar because you're playing up against like Staples Center, which it sounds cool when you say it, but it's actually like people forget that you're talking about Staples Supply Store. It's going to be called Climate Pledge Arena. <laughs> Which, like, I'm all for that, but come, we couldn't brain, brainstorm a couple better things. Climate pledge. The CPA, dude. Yeah. They'll just call it the CPA, probably. It's just, it's so, it's so lefty leaning. They might as well have called it the Joe Biden Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, the AOC Coliseum. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, that's so funny. Uh, so what about you? What, uh, think. any new, any new hobbies or like obsessions that you've gotten into throughout, throughout this stuff? Uh, well, definitely this. Podcasting? Uh, like, yeah, I, I was doing one with some other friends up here that are also comedians in the area and that was really fun, but I wanted to do something where it's just kind of, it's either just me or it's like me and some, and somebody else, or it's me and a few other people. Like I just wanted kind of to do like, you know, just a solo a project, just like explore that too and see what it's like. Um, yeah. It's really, it's the first like solo episode that I did. I kept, uh, there was like the first couple times I was recording it and then I would just stop and I would delete it and I would start over again. And I would just like, <laughs> and then talk for like five or six minutes and be like, ah, no, it's just not like, I <laughs> does it make but I eventually got crazy? through it. Or, um, at first, cause you're literally kind of talking to yourself. Is it something that you have to get used to? Cause I, I don't, I had a podcast way back in the day and it was a panel of five guys. Um, okay. But I've never done a solo like sort of a ranty thing on my own. I've only put out two. I've only put out two episodes that have been solo so far, but I've tried it like multiple times other, other than that, that I haven't released. I just, I try to think of somebody that while I'm talking, I try to think like of somebody that uh, I would be taught telling this stuff to that's like close to me so that it's, um, so it's like I I can get through it or I can kind of open up a little bit more about it instead of thinking about that. You're, you're alone talking to yourself. I try to, yeah. if I'm thinking about like somebody, like a best friend or like a family member or something uh, or like a group of them, like try to picture like a, you know, because that's probably who's listening. Like I think I have a few uh, like uh, a few people that are like stable like regular check in they'll like give me feedback mm-hmm. and so i also try to think of those people too sometimes when i'm when i'm trying to do that solo thing at least, at least the, in the few times i've done it that seemed to help a little bit nice. uh, i don't know if I, I know that you know people that have like established podcasts you know they have like a producer or something sitting there so it's probably a little yeah. easier to, to, to talk to and kind of bounce mm-hmm. their ideas off of when you're doing that solo yeah. thing it's got to be it's got to be a little weird I I commend you on the doing it and at least trying it because I would feel so just ridiculous doing it because I don't think of myself as like an opinionated person. <laughs> like my thoughts are my thoughts are mostly just like do 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 whatever that song is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like ninety percent of my thoughts is just that rhythm. <laughs> and so I don't know what like a solo chanting that episode. Sound, that would sounds be. like such a familiar rhythm. I can't that. I forget the song. I feel like I know that. Yeah, it's a song. I I, I could probably look it up. I, I don't remember what it is. I'm smiling. Back to something like that. Um, okay. Or it'd be me like contemplating, uh, you know, F1 racing in my head. Like, no, I think he's gonna take pole position this week. But you know what? George Russell couldn't pull it out. He is driving the Mercedes, and everybody would be like, "This guy's insufferable." I'm turning this oh, you off. Watch right. it. You watch F1. That's my newest obsession. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I got obsessed with it uh, over 
the lockdown. I don't like calling it quarantine. I call it lockdown because it's not a real quarantine. You're still going to Ralph's and stuff. I have a friend that's pretty into it, and I've watched it. It's dude. It's in those cars are so so intense. <laughs> yeah, there are many rockets. There are yeah. many grounded <laughs> rocket ships. Is what the they steering are. wheel is just uh, like a little computer. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't think people understand really what's going on. It's hard to it's hard to comprehend like what he can do while yeah. he's sitting there. I mean, they're going into a turn at anywhere between 80 to 120 miles an hour. You know, they're maxing out at probably 190, 200 on straightaways. And then into that turn within 20 feet, they're going from 200 down to 80 and hitting the turn at 80 miles an hour. And one of the most impressive things about those drivers is that turn radius. It's five G's on their neck. It's I was just going to ask about yeah. like the G force. Like it's it's the amount of a rocket ship taking off. So all those dudes, they're all scrawny little guys, but they have these giant Thor like Hulk necks. You know? Did you watch uh, or catch the highlights from last weekend's race? Uh, no, I did not. It was all over the news. Uh, there was a dude who went into one of the barriers. He like he kind of he cut another driver off, clips him, and then goes into a barrier and hit it just dead on and his car was severed in half he somehow survived this giant inferno like if you, if you just look up f1 right now you'll that's the first thing that will come up his name is roman grosjean and uh like the fact that he's alive is just insane because he was literally in a ball of fire for 20 seconds and he should have been decapitated wow yeah so those guys uh yeah rex beanies off to them man yeah like I've, the wrecks that happen in those races are so some of the, like I've seen just the car is just like basically gone and it's just like the main that little pod yeah like cockpit that little cockpit like I don't know fuselage whatever you want to call it uh, it's just like there just like <laughs> just flicking. skidding yeah it's yeah. crazy man there was a a stat that they said after this dude crashed that the force that he hit that barrier at was 53 G's that's how fast he stopped when he hit that wall was 53 Whoa. G's which is just insane. And he, he's he's alive. How do you like? What, I wonder what the, the feel, like, what did that feel like? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm just oh, yeah, like, it, what does that mean? Yeah, you're like 53. Like I've seen. Jeez, I don't even know that's... what G's are <laughs> really. I know that a couple yeah. of them. Is I know, like the the only yeah, thing like what's a G? <laughs> I've been on roller coasters where they're like, you know, this loop is two G's, and I'm like, what? No way! <laughs> they could have told me it was two K's; it wouldn't have mattered to me. Like, what? NBA two K? <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is two KGs, and you're like, yeah. whoa. What is Kevin Durant gonna be there? <laughs> Sounds like a Dragon Ball Z thing. That's, uh, that's my new my new obsession. Formula One, hell yeah! I wanted to ask you about, and if you guys are going to continue with the, I was watching some of the Hollywood posers videos. Shoot, uh, yeah. Are you guys have you guys paused just because of the quarantine? Um, or? we uh, initially at the beginning of the year we did. Um, and then we decided to kick back with 
season two, start that up. Um, in August, I think we got started and we cranked out a couple short videos, a few episodes, and then we put out our last episode and because of like the new restrictions that they just released, um, and just, uh, like our cameraman's uh, own personal safety, he's, he, he doesn't want to get too involved with it and we don't want to do the project without him. He mm-hmm. wants to, you know, kind of himself off. So we had to respect that. Um, so we're not stopping by any means. It's on hold for now, but we're always we're always going. There's always conversations about, you know, this event is happening, that's going on, you know, I saw this place would be a great place to shoot and uh, after the Dodgers won the World Series, we were hoping for selfishly that there would be some kind of a parade, a socially distanced parade so we can go down there yeah. and maybe get an episode um but that yeah, like happening. I like the <laughs> I like the sport angle, dude. Like the like so the, you two standing with mics together, just <laughs> it's so classic. <laughs> yeah, it's such a silly concept. Um, shout out to my partner Dave Neal, by the way, and our cameraman Chris Russell, two of the most hardest working, funniest, fun dudes to do anything with. Uh, um, yeah, it's so silly, uh, and those characters <laughs> that we play on there, like it's one of those things where I can sit back myself and usually when you work on something or you create something it's a little cringy to watch yourself do you know or or you don't know if it's funny or even good those two characters and that show is something that Dave and I can sit back and be like this is we love this this is awesome yeah it's really <laughs> and it's like uh there will always be uh content for that oh 100% like especially a, in a place like LA you can't go anywhere without seeing some poor sap behind a cell phone taking his chick's photo and her looking back at her own ass. You can't go anywhere. And you also can't go on any geotag. Go on Instagram tonight. Anybody who's listening to this, go on Instagram right now and click the little places tab and just hit any geotag. The first thing that's going to come up is some bitch's ass. I promise you. No, <laughs> no matter where on earth, dude, it could have been the monolith out in Utah. The monolith, the big silver thing out in Utah. Some bitch got her ass up here. There's already a booty pick on the monolith. Yeah. It doesn't matter where. Every single geotag, it's just asses. And so that's what we're chasing. Not in a creepy way either. We try to avoid being creepy about it. Uh, that's do you like think one there's of the- somebody that keeps track of... Do you think there's like a girl that is taking photos like that and trying to get as many geotags as she can? Do you, th- do you think that's like an active thought? Maybe that's like her, you know, her globe map. You know, how people will like get the map of the globe and they put a little pin on every place they've been. Maybe that chick has like a pin for everywhere that her ass has been photographed. I just said active thought, and I thought that that would be like the best. That's her IG handle. It's just active, active thought. thought. <laughs> She's just geotagging her ass everywhere. Thinking. She's got some beautiful caption, some some borderline poetry about her deep thoughts and what it's like to be a woman in the state of today's world. Really, it's just her ass and her camel toe. There's... <laughs> uh... <laughs> wacky world, man. Hashtag today for my 10,000th geotag and she's <laughs> like on top of a... She's doing one of those pictures of a like a daredevil shot the of those dudes that they stand on like the empire state she's just like 
yeah. sitting on the <laughs> GoPro. That's going to happen. Don't Somebody you think that's going to happen? That. Somebody should do a show about that. Like, Actually, there's a comic. Uh, I don't know if you know her, Jessica Michelle Singleton. She's hilarious. She's a comedy store regular. Everywhere that she goes, and she's not like one of these uh, IG models or Instagram models who's actually trying to you know get likes for her ass, but everywhere that she goes, every club that she visits, every city, every state, uh, she takes a picture of her ass just mooning the camera. So she's kind of pursuing that in a more comedic way. Okay, she's establishing like a new uh, like trend. Yeah. So or like a it's the, not a trend, but like a. It's like a. Do you remember in school we had like a flat Stanley? Yep. Did you have a flat Stanley? Second grade. She's just doing that. That's her flat Stanley. <laughs> She's taking it with her everywhere she goes. I lied about my flat Stanley. <laughs> I fabricated that. I remember doing that. You have to. Like, if anybody who doesn't know what a flat Stanley is, you have to draw. You're like, they made us draw ourselves, <laughs> and it was a life size cutout. And you're supposed to mail that life-size cutout to, like, somebody in your family, right? Or, like, a friend abroad, like, somewhere far, not where you live. And they, yeah, like, we made, like, a – it was, like, a little – he was probably, like, two and a half by one foot, like, cutout. And you, like, char- made him a character. And then somebody would just take a picture with him and then send the picture to you. Yeah, uh – you guys locked down. You had a small one. My teacher, Mr. Mohan, made us do full life-size ones. So this, so our poor family what? members are getting life-size cutouts of seven-year-olds <laughs> in the mail. And like, They're just I'm like, supposed to do something with this? So I just, I made up a story. Like you have to dude, write a little. I, I would freak out. <laughs> like, yeah, my, I didn't even try knowing like I have my a, uncles. Yeah, I have a sister that's about to turn six, so she'll probably be doing something like this soon. I will be terrified if I just got a life-size cutout of her that she drew in the mail. I mean, I would I would be like, this is dope, phone. but yeah. also... <laughs> I remember, there, was yeah, just... a girl, there was a girl in my class whose, whose cousins and uncles put it on their boat and took it for a spin on their boat. This flat cutout picture of her and even at that young age at seven years old i was like your family is a bunch of dorks do you think they were just stoners or something like maybe like imagine the other voters being like what the hell is phil doing (laughs) he just got this paper cut out (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like he's just trying to hold it up yeah it's just flapping in the wind like, is that a fish? No. What is that? Is he throwing a net? Like, <laughs> That's a weird... I forgot all about Flat Stanley. That's a weird little project. I guess it's good, good for, like, kids' development minds, like, the places that you can reach if you just try. That's my, that's I think it's my just little like Instagram a, poem. And then it's it's like a fucked up mind. way of showing, like, <laughs> whose parents have, like, friends or are connected with the like, who's families are connected because <laughs> you have spe- like you <laughs> you said that you like lied about yours i think i had i think i got like maybe two people to send me i think i don't even think i tried though really now that i think about it it was i did like the minimum you know people probably went overboard they're like i'm gonna have the best yeah like boat girl yeah like boat girl 
Yeah, I I think I got docked points on my project because they were like, your family was supposed to take pictures and send it back. And I was like, my family didn't get no fucking flat Stanley, dude. This is a fabricated story. <laughs> my family would have reamed me if I would have sent them this thing. The fuck is this cut out? Yeah. <laughs> Where am I supposed to put I'm this? This is not a fridge. <laughs> I can't put this on the fridge. Like. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a weird. You just go visit, and it's like on their bathroom door, on the outside. That's the only place they could like find to put it up. Yeah, it would be cool to if somebody did save theirs to look back on it and see your own like self, how you saw yourself as a seven-year-old, mixed with your art abilities. Yeah. Yeah. I, next time I'm home, I'm, I have to look at. I think there's some old like self-portrait stuff that I had to do for like elementary school. <laughs> I just want to look at it and be like, holy. Dust those off. I could kind of draw. Like, I think I could kind of draw a little bit. I'm terrible. Not, I'm, I'm like a four out of ten. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I don't That's think I'm like good at it. It's pretty good. That's one, one, one quality all my life I wish I had was the ability to draw. Like arts. Whatever that gene is, I don't have it. Yeah, it's really cool how they can just like recreate what they're seeing with, with their hand. Hundred percent. And then for somebody to be able to like translate that into a tattoo, like a art, re- like a life realistic tattoo, that shit's bonkers. Oh, like the portraits and yeah. stuff. There's a dude named Nico Hurtado out in Hesperia, like an hour or two out of LA, and that dude does these hyper realistic portraits, and it's it'll blow your mind. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a, a couple of friends that have them, and it's it's it's, it's cool, but it's also weird. I, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, I, like I would have to get it in a place where I can't see it every day. Yeah, have some other dude staring back at you, just like every yeah, morning. Like, just like on your forearm or something. You, yeah, you just like look down, and there's looking at. I mean, I don't. It depends on who it is. I hope it's like a family member. That's great, and that's beautiful. But then some people will be like, "This right here is my tribute to Larry Bird." <laughs> Big Celtics fan right here, and then Larry Bird, circa nineteen eighty four, is just staring at you for the rest of your life every single day. Big old mustache. Just in the shower in the morning, you grab the soap. And you're like, "Oh, hey, Larry." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or do doing that too. That would be that would be a buzzkill. Yeah, every just, single time you're trying to jack it, Larry Bird is just staring at you with those championship eyes. He's just there for the assist. <laughs> <laughs> the assist that king. Terrible. That's who somebody should get is John Stockton. Like I don't like I don't like baskets, man. Just assist. <laughs> I had to go with Stockton. <laughs> More of a it's just guy. it's just his it's just his hand. It's one of those tattoos where it's his hand, and then the arm just gets smaller, and then it goes to a John Stockton, but it just like <laughs> is actually his hand. Yeah. You have John Stockton. Those tattoos are crazy. <laughs> just, just like two sidekicks. Like, what is up with your confidence, bro? Yeah, on my back I got Robin. Not even Batman. Not even. Oh, dude, that's yeah. 
that's funny, man. Uh, well, shoot, I think I think we uh, we hit, just hit about an hit 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 the time here. Right on. Uh, minute. Do you have uh, do you have you know anything you want to plug that you're you know coming out like you said you were streaming? Oh yeah. And, uh, if you follow me on Instagram at the other Channing, uh, I'll be posting when I'm going to be streaming. It's Twitch TV, Twitch.tv slash Chino Barbarian is my gamer tag. Um, and then yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the other Channing. Check out Hollywood Posers. It's on Instagram. It's on YouTube. And I got another project coming out with Dave Neal and uh, two other comics, uh, Dan Postian and Tom Whalen, pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that. I have, oh, yeah, have a tentative name for it, but I won't say it yet in case it uh, gets changed. Okay. Well, cool. Like, thanks for coming on the show today. It was, it was fun talking to you. Man. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>